Welcome back to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. Back, I'm your host, Rodney Boyd, back with another episode of Bouch Bombentary. Man, it's all the bees. The bees. <laughs> um, okay, episode one of this, the the final season of Insecure premiered last night, and you know, as always, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Um, do you, Mel? I want to get what was what were your thoughts on on the first episode overall? I think this is a very strong premiere. I think this is really? up there with season two. Honestly, season two. Okay, ooh, it's 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 up there with season two for me. The the way I was laughing, like, really? and granted, I, we had a watch party, so we right, we right. were also we were, we were drunk, but it was so funny though. Like there were so many like laugh out loud moments, and they really like packed the punch with the funnies, with the you know message, like yeah. those parts. It was good. Like I really, really enjoyed this premiere. Okay, wow. I felt a little different, and 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 maybe right. Like I, I prefer you know, shamelessly I prefer the episodes with with Lawrence and and that crew more so in it. Um, but this one felt to me like a, a, a um, almost like a finale part two. Like it oh. just it was just enough to get me like okay, all right. I'm ex- I'm still excited. Like I see, see what they're doing. They kind of gave us an update. Um, I was, I, I think we talked about it on a preview. I think I was, uh, I, I thought we would be a little further ahead, opposed to two months. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I liked the episode. Like you said, it still had, it still was very much funny, still very much message. But um, yeah, I just, I just for some reason, I, I thought. I don't know. I guess yeah. Maybe I thought we would get more in the first episode, but I'm I, I'm, I'm not dissatisfied with that. I just thought we might. I was hoping for more, and maybe that's. I think we might more. get a time jump within the yeah. season. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They have to because if the baby's like three months, that baby looked like three months. So we are gonna have to jump sometime. Although, with it only being two months away. <sighs> wow, this sounds terrible. Um, you know, like. We, the baby, you know, like the pregnancy is still not um, certain for certain. What do you mean? We've seen the baby though. But you know how, like they, I mean, they give misdirections all the time, right? So you're saying that could be another person's baby? It could be. Maybe she died. Whose baby would it be? I don't know. Maybe you she... saw Condola with the baby in the preview. That's her Kiki niece. Palmer. That is her baby. Just I, you have to I let it go. I'm just it's saying happening. it's possible. It's possible. Right, I'm just paying attention to how much time they jump ahead. I'm I'm saying it's possible, but um, let's jump into the episode. So it start so it starts with Kelly, Derek, and Tiffany in the car, and they're riding up, and they're they, yeah we don't really know where they're going. Um, and <laughs> Kelly is on Instagram, and then they get into a conversation about Have you seen Molly's Instagram? Mm-hmm. And that's where they kind of let us know it's been two months since her breakup and that she's on this weird thing where she's just posting like weird one-eyed selfies and inspirational quotes. And, you know, this was the first laugh for me because, right, like after a breakup, you know, like the the, the joke is how, you know, like you can tell a woman's going through a breakup by the quote she's posting, right? Like, 
you know, God will never not send a man to love you if you don't love yourself. You know, just just you know some some colloquialisms like that. So. Now that's how you could tell that this cast is old because if she was our age or a little younger, like twenty five, the breakup signs would be the niggas be broke, okay quotes or some no, Justin LeBoy quote. Different. Yeah, she she and would. then she would be. Like, I know when I broke up, everything was <laughs> very salacious on my page. Cause I'm single. My titties is out. Right. We outside. I'm outside. Yeah. I'm at the tailgate. I'm at the club. Look at what I'm, these niggas will pay. Yeah. So it was good for her. But I know if it was me, it would but be bottles good. and scammers and Africans all on my page. She's still trying to get a husband. And she, thir- you know, like like she said, she in her 30s. She, she trying to take a different approach. She, she trying to... She she wants some yeah yeah so she she's going a little different route but right no the age gap makes a different response so that's funny. Um, after that we see Issa we we see Issa walking out of the arrivals terminal uh, as foe and so I feel like this was an you know an attempted misdirection in terms of like is she there to see Lawrence right because she got me with that oh okay you thought okay um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they tried to hit us with the misdirection, but shortly after that, we find we see them um, back on Stanford's campus for like an alumni uh, for a reunion weekend. Um, I was a little shocked they went back for their reunion. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I, I feel like people. Well, this is also my HBCU bias. Y'all right. go back to the to the plantation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, right, and I feel like if they do go back, it's a black alumni weekend and not everybody. But some of if you went to a PWI, let us know. Uh, so yeah, so they they're coming in, they they get they're going to get registered. Her and Molly are wearing you know matching Stanford shirts, uh, sweatshirts. Um, they're still awkward. Yes. Uh, Kelly is in her pink and green. And her and Derek are like chilling, and Kelly comes over and kind of reveals that it was discovered that she tries to register, but for some reason they believe she's dead. That is the funniest shit I probably like. That throughout the entire show is uh-huh. the funniest shit. But I do understand. I mean, from a from a like comedy writing perspective let me just say not how Kelly would actually feel because I feel like that's some shit that would happen to me and everybody would find funny and I'd be like it's funny at first but okay all right we'll we'll, we'll get to that but that shit is so fucking funny like why would y'all even come up with that in the writer's room like y'all are sick I mean and I but it would it's certainly like you said from a comedy writing perspective but then like the vehicle they used it for and like you know just so much of I feel like it was really a way of kind of of them getting, you know, taking audience feedback, right? In terms mm-hmm. of people saying like, "Damn, Kelly is such a funny character, but we want more depth to her." And they use this to, you know, give us that depth that we're, we we've been talking about. So I thought that was dope. Um, all right, so they're on campus. They're walking around. I think they come back to like then they, you know, like later that evening there at some welcome reception. They brought back my <laughs> the the young lady on the flute. <laughs> yeah, she what a gem. She's up there killing it. I think it was to too short, blow the whistle, cause they're in the bay. That would be appropriate. Um, they're at the welcome thing, and they bump into their old their homegirl from college, Cheyenne, who was in their rap trio. 
and was a former background dancer for Sierra and has recently done uh, some dancing for Sawati. Or Sweetie. Um, she was very much fit and in shape and grooving. She she revealed that she had snuck in there, and she wasn't paying for nothing. Um, her and Kelly had the hold your leg up off. That was so funny because, you know, people don't think big girls be flexible, and right. they be the most flexible ones. She got that leg up in the air and held it. Yeah, well, I tell you, we was screaming. I'm curious if Kelly, like, if Natasha has like a dance background now. Some girls just be flexible, honestly. Because every, okay. like, every every black girl has a dance background somehow, some way. Whether it be in the backyard with your cousins, at church, in the dance ministry, organized dance. Like, the girls be dancing. That's how you find out who can do a split and who can't at a very young age. Okay. Um. Yeah. You want to go? You want to say that? Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, next, uh, I'm really honest. I was a little cringy at this next kind of scene. It is Derek and, you know, what we can imply are his some of his fraternity brothers from Stanford. He, they, Derek and Tiffany are supposed to be a first fam couple. This was established in, like, the first season uh, for those who right. may Which not. Which we, we always have known they were first fam. However, they muttered it this episode. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, right? Like the, You love it because it wasn't your letter. But it's just like, now nah, we, come on now. Like, we could, all right. I mean, we, but they, they said Derek, they just didn't show any letters. Okay, okay, go ahead. No, I didn't mind the pink and green. It was like, first, I don't think it was realistic because I'm not wearing pink and green the whole weekend. We have a t-shirt and a concept or whatever. We may wear white to one thing. And where's the rest of them? You know what I'm saying? Because even for Molly, who was supposed to be, I guess, Tiffany's line sister or something, or it didn't. Really, yeah, she's supposed to be. I, I don't, They never said line sister, right? But yeah, we assume. They either so line sister, yeah. Or Neon's like, pro fight, right. Yeah, like a back-to-back line kind of situation. Yeah. So why is she having pink and green? We know you're AKA baby girl. I just feel like, and I know there are AKAs on the team because Kenzie, who won the first, what you call the contest, is an AKA. Okay. So it's just like, I know this ran by y'all. Why? What I don't was your, think. What was your, uh, that you don't feel it, okay, it was realistic in their portrayal, right? Like I don't think it was realistic for her to have, have a pink and green outfit on for every scene. And then when she, I mean, we get a little head, but when she had my letters on, I don't care if it was one or really? two letters. Okay. I you, was like. You really felt the way? I mean, I'm just, why? I feel like it could have, we know, we know she's an AKA. Why she got to have my letters on? That's what, you know, when you okay. have it on the wall, when you have the awkward ass kiwi in season one, sure. Why she got my letters on? I think that's a little, you know, the signs are one thing, the sounds are one thing, but I feel like the actual physical letters, and somebody said they saw the shield too. I didn't really see the shield. But I think that's a bit much. Okay. All right. I saw so I was talking with one of my other AKA homegirls last night, and she was very upset. And I thought, to me, I was like, oh, I was a little shocked by the reaction. And even, you know, I'm more so shocked by your reaction. My assumption is that in order to show those letters, they've had to get na- a- approval from nationals. Like, I'm sure. So, I, you know, like to me, it's like, oh, if nationals approved it, then they clearly feel like this is a decent representation. You know, I think. I don't know. To me, it feels like that is that would be Tiffany. Maybe she's a little young to be like Tiffany's like a young old soul. Like at ten, was I feel like Tiffany's maybe Tiffany was like a dean of a line, and is just very proud. Um, I don't even think no. I, I, I but again, you know what? They had a PWI. So right, but then again, right. Molly Molly didn't care to even go to to BA reunion for them. So I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think she was so yeah, she was so 
Yeah, she was more concerned with Issa. She she's clearly she's like a boyfriend who has gone to counseling, right? Like she he, she's like, you know, I'm I'm making meaningful steps to. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what year they may have graduated for this to be. Honestly, uh, the, 2010, the time, 2011. Yeah, I, I noticed from the dates, but I'm just trying to figure out. Well, is it her anniversary? It's her 10 year, 15 year? Like, what do we? Right. But then Easton Molly said, Molly said they lived together in 05. So I'm like, okay, well. Remember when she said she broke that vase or something like that? So I'm like, well, how old is y'all bitches? Because y'all, the timeline, because I don't know if it actually, you know, it takes place in quote unquote present day, but is it 2021 present day or, you know? Right. Like, like what is the time? Like, the inse- like what's insecure universe time versus our time? Yeah, I think it just exists in some kind of... <laughs> limbo with no direct year because you know the seasons yeah um but yeah so i don't know i just think that was just like okay something else i i asked about the ak stuff oh yeah yeah i yeah i said i actually love tiffany wearing the old school cardigan hated it okay um so but the next scene is uh, Derek is some of right like we said his what we can assume to be his frat brothers, and they're talking about <laughs> they're talking about old parties and it sounded like they tried to throw a pajama jam and they said it didn't work out well and they should have left that to the cues but the cues be musty and they party smell like a straight booty and then they're like yo Omari's divorced by the way and they dip to leave Molly with Omari. Yeah, that was... Now we're going to have the whole divorcee thing. Great. Would it, okay, so, all right. So you felt like... the All right, what did you think of the move of them leaving leaving her with, with Buddy? That's going to be the new thing this, this season. You think so? <laughs> yes. We, we always use Molly to... to <laughs> Experiment with different types of re- relationship status. Okay. Man. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I sleep with the fan on, and I refuse to stop doing it. But I always wake up sick. Um. Yeah. So I feel like that's gonna be the thing this this season. And that may be who she ends up with. Like, that would be on brand for Molly. What, okay, are you against it so far? For Molly, no. For me, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, no. For Molly, well, okay. Well, let me ex- tell me why you're against it for you. I'm not dating a freshly divorced nigga, and I'm also not thirty something. So, right. and I'm also not that desperate as Molly. But Molly will eat that shit up. So okay. she gonna act too good for it at first, but then she'll be like. Yeah, you know, Omari got me some flowers. But, like, okay, he like... Had, he had a weekly flower order for his wife, but he changed it to me. I'm so honored. Like, that's kind of shit that Molly would like. So, okay, so because he's a divorcee, he he can't be a... You think he's, like, a potentially bad partner? You're just saying, like, where you're at in life, you're not... That's that's not that's not something you're dealing with, but Molly I just feel should. like Molly's desperate. Yeah. But what, desperate. Okay, but is a divorcee a, a desperation, right? Like he's a he's clearly I mean, a, freshly a, divorced, freshly ink barely dry divorced. Do we, we don't know is it fresh? It seems if she didn't even know he wasn't married no more than it seems like that's she, pretty. That's not but she wasn't keeping up with him no way. Right? Like that's like, you know, like you wouldn't know if if, if somebody popped up at divorce at your reunion, you, like if you know that you used to mess with in college. 
but mm-hmm. didn't afterwards. You'd be like, oh damn it, okay, damn that happened, okay. Um, so yeah, you know, I I, I don't know, I, I I don't I think they're gonna show like, I think they're showing it. I don't know, yeah, I don't know what they'll they'll do with it. I don't, I still don't believe she'll end up with him. My, I'm still believing BJ from the law office is is who they're gonna end, put her with. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So after that. They rap for a little bit um, Yeah they just tell us They were fuck buddies And Didn't necessarily Really have a relationship um, And then they're doing The memorial For I guess those Who have passed in the class and, and they show Kelly And they said She could always make me And the quotes for her Was she could always Make me laugh She had the best Stanky leg And she always Carried a purse <laughs> And then they bust out In a celebratory or, or, um, Stanky leg for her that shit was so funny. Like, why the fuck did y'all even put this on paper? Like, why would y'all write this? What is wrong with y'all? It was so funny. And then Cheyenne came and really got into it and was leading the the line. Like, and then like Stacy, not Stacy, Jesus, where I get Stacy from? Kelly begrudgingly joining yeah. into the stanky leg was so funny. Yeah. Um. So next scene is uh. Is the is now is Issa whatever accommodations they provided for her, and um, she's talking to her past self. Mm-hmm. And you know her past self has braces. I get. I I initially I thought her past self was her college self, but look thinking about it now, I feel like it may have been high school because she had the braces and the the way her hair was. No, I think it was college because she's talking about, oh, I know me and Molly still cool. Oh, okay. We still gonna yeah, be lawyers. Yeah, right. They were talking about college stuff. I um, think they made her look too too young, but I get right. I don't know. But I mean, college. Yeah, I looked drastically different in college, even though that was like seven years ago. So no, I feel like that abstract. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Oh man, my fault, John. Okay, yeah, so they're having a whole conversation. She's like, and, and she's just asking her, you know, like, essentially asking the current day Issa, like, did we fulfill our dreams? Like, like remember those, like, wild dreams and goofy stuff, like, we said we was going to do about her and Molly um, starting a law firm together? And um, I forget what else did she ask about. T-Pain? She asked if she had met T-Pain yet. <laughs> um... But ultimately, you know, Issa's like, you know, it leaves Issa coming away like, no, I haven't really accomplished all of what we said we would, but, you know, we, we, we fine, we started a company, you know, things are coming together. And then she, like, lets us, her former self know that uh, her boyfriend is cheating on her. And she tells her to invent Instagram. And honestly, I think Instagram was out by the time, well, like, it came out like 2010. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. It hadn't really reached much scale. Her being at Stanford, she she probably actually would have seen it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I used to see people on Instagram on Tumblr. They would go to Tumblr. I'm like, what is this Instagram thing? And then BBLs everywhere. <laughs> and then remember, at one point, Instagram was only uh, only iPhones. Yeah, it was a it was a big thing when they um, had Android. 
Uh, so okay, next next scene is the panel. There's a panel um, for alumni weekend where I guess they highlighted some alumni uh, entrepreneurs, and Issa's up there. And they inter- and they ask her about her company, and they call it the Blow CC because of how she has the local design, but is is it's pronounced block and it's spelled with two C's. <laughs> and I'm just curious, like. Does Issa like bang with the Crips in LA? Like, wh- why couldn't she just spell it regular? I mean, I think you know. Yes, I think that's Crip culture. Haha, the CC. But I don't know. I think that's also like an LA thing too at some point. Unless you're blood, I don't. I don't really know because I don't. I am from Florida, so. <laughs> no, I feel like as a blood, right? You would definitely use CKs, but yeah, I'm, I'm just curious if why Issa. Maybe like. Be it. <laughs> oh no, that's the that's what the Crips do. Never mind. But they don't use B's, but they use um, sixes. Okay. Like like six lakh. Yes. That's like I a, don't know. A black, gang members, I mean, if you're gang. listening to the podcast, just uh, correct us. We are. No, I know. I I used to you know know a, a banger or two in high mm, school. Okay. They taught me all the. They showed me not they the documents, sh- but they you know, put they up the constitution. Me. They had the constitution on. Yeah, and they used to have the. I don't even know if I can. T- can I say this? I, let me stop. Yeah, I don't you let hear. us know who you wrote. I just didn't. I didn't take them seriously because I'm like, I know y'all not Crips in Lithonia, Georgia. Like, <laughs> we ain't in Lithonia, Georgia. But what are you talking about? Who's Crip? <laughs> I you used to call uh, the OG in the in the house on the corner of the block. Stockbridge. Um, like, what are we talking about? <laughs> So, you know, but as I, I'm be honest, Issa probably shouldn't have been on this panel. I doubt at Stanford they would have invited her on this panel for real, for real. Stanford has a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people making moves. Nothing against Issa, it just didn't seem realistic. Um, but she kind of realizes, you know, like it leaves her feeling unaccomplished and insecure. Um, I think one of the right, like one of those messages uh, that they dropped off in in this panel was that the question was like, when did you realize you made it? And Issa's like, you know, I don't feel like I made it. I, you know, I can wake up tomorrow and realize like all of my time was wasted and this was for nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's I think I know that's a question I kind of you know I think a lot of people tend to ask themselves around this age if not I would say like probably more so like my late 20s right like what am I doing is this all for not like what do I need to do to kind of get on the path to what I want mm-hmm. um, so I appreciated that like right like they clearly like this season is going to leave us with a lot of introspective introspection Um. So then they kind of debrief after the pan. Okay, this is also where like Tiffany is wearing the uh, the cardigan. Right. Um. So yeah. So they debrief afterwards, and then that's that's when Molly and Issa go and get a drink, and mm-hmm. then they go and eat, and they kind of debrief about Omari. No, no, no. Well, she said he'd been texting her. And um, do you remember anything? I'm going to be honest. It's just, it's just always that, like, 
uh, he threatened me and then you really just like you you gonna eat it up because that's what you want anyway like it's just it's, it's the molly game we I've, I've done this for five seasons i know how to call it when i see it um what else but they said there was something else they had in this conversation i think where they talked about kind of their friendship and just like you know, they talked about like when they first met on the bus and how she had to curse out them people. And like how Molly didn't give a fuck was like a big reason to why she like, they, you know, they, they grew so close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else did they say? They said something. Oh, and then Molly was just like, are we gonna be okay? They, they keep, I think they're, they're making slick references to the pandemic, right? Because, like, at the panel and at the, the dinner with them, they, you know, they're like, man, with everything that's going on in the world, everything that's going on in the world. So, you know, I felt like that was, like, they're referencing the pandemic, but not. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't exist in, in, in Secure yet. Um, oh, man. But, um, yeah, Issa, Molly asked Issa, are they going to be okay? And Issa doesn't really answer the question. Because yeah, they've been, like, tiptoeing around it. But it seems like Molly, like like Molly, you know, when Andrew dropped her like a bad habit, now Molly really got some like, oh, I was the problem. Like the breakup with Andrew is finally helping Molly realize like, I don't know, like may, I think maybe we're starting to see Molly realize like in order to have relationships, she's going to have to, they cannot exist on her t- terms only. Do you feel Wait, that? Wait, say that again? I said I feel like what we're seeing like based off of the first episode is like what we're seeing is like as a result of the breakup with Andrew, Molly is kind of finally taking accountability for the role she plays in her relationships. Because when you realize that all your shit is failing, maybe it's you, baby. Right. But I'm saying like the effort we've seen her put in with Issa is because of that. Mm-hmm. But also because, again, I do not like Molly and she's very picky, very desperate. But when a man says it, that you tripping, now you believe it. But when your friends are telling you, it's like, girl, shut up, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just, why in the mic, though? <laughs> I'm know. sorry, I have on headphones, so it's going to be right in the mic regardless. Um, but yeah. Um, okay, yes. So Molly's finally, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to like, maybe we're going to finally see a mature Molly. She's still a goof. Like I still, I, I guess she's still like goofy and just like is struggling to understand some stuff. But like, she's at least going to be a better Molly and like be more reasonable in her relationships. It sounds. It seems. We can only hope. Um, then they get a text from Kelly saying Cheyenne wants to go to Oakland tonight. Reggae Gold, you in? And so this was, you know, like, this is the start of, like, an interesting little thing. And so they're like, you know, fuck it. You know, like, for old time sakes, we're going to run it back at our at one of our go-to spots. And then we uh, we join them, and we see them. Uh, it's, it's five of them in the car. So it's Tiffany, um, Kelly, Molly, Issa, and Cheyenne, and they're, like, going ham to the dream. Kelly's in deep reflection kind of throughout this, and she's, like, visibly upset, and... And, and I understood that, like, um... 
like when yeah. it when it's me, yeah. like no one ever gets it because I'm the funny friend. Like, girl, you all right? You 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 be you cool? You can handle it. Like these niggas said, I died and had an in memoriam for me and barely said anything or remembered anything about me. Yeah, like I feel a way about that. Like the band didn't even do nothing for me. <laughs> So I get it, like, and everybody just wants to laugh and joke around. I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Like, right. Shut. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I don't stop talking to people for stuff like that. Like, if I'm being dead serious. I don't care how big or small it is. Like, I'm being for real. Um. Yeah. She. I mean, she was. She was like, y'all. She was like, y'all missing a point as always. So. Mm-hmm. She, she's making it sound or feel like she, like she. This is something she's like tried to confront in the past. Mm-hmm. But my, you know, they just haven't been paying attention. And she's and someone said something dark um, that um, Kelly is narrating her suicide and she's gonna kill herself this uh, this season and that's gonna be the big death that they have hinted at or something like that. And I like, I would hope that the insecure writers would not do us like that. We yeah. already have this Tyler Perry ass storyline with the baby. You can't kill Kelly. Like it's like Killer Pussy and at least. The Poussey in their minds had like a, a meaning behind it with the police brutality or at least killing Candy on Pose had a sign because that's what, I mean, had a, a message because that's what the reality was. But you you ain't got to kill Kelly. Yeah, that would feel just like out of comedy and into too, into dr- drama and just... It's not that kind of show, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like you can, Kelly alive, leaving Kelly alive can still get whatever point you want across. Right, you ain't you ain't gotta do that. Yeah. So yeah, Kelly will be uh, uh, interesting, and they and they kind of brought it full circle, and they they oh yeah, but Kelly will be interesting this season. So after that, you know, they kind of drop the little Kelly conversation, and and Cheyenne goes, you know, the club we go to put water in a liquor, we should stop at a liquor store, and sneak our own <laughs> in, and they're like, girl, we with it, you're right, and she's like, ooh, there go one right there. So her, Issa, and Molly get out the car. Um, they go in the liquor store. They go get some stuff, and they they begin to walk out. And she's like, "I only stopped using my fake ID last year." And then they're approached by a man in a hoodie, um, and who has a gun, and he robs him. He tells him, he tells him, "Give him a bag," and he he asks for Molly's watch. And you know they're trying, right? Like they're trying to navigate this situation, like. Cheyenne. They're all frantic, and Cheyenne's like, "Girl, take the watch off. It's Cartier." Right, right. She's, She's like, like, "Not you... the watch. It's Cartier." It's yeah, Cartier. like she's like, "Girl, we trying oh, to." You live. notice? You notice? Right, right. You've been peeping. And then Cheyenne is more frantic than she needs to be, and then the robbers like, "Shot, calm down." And they're like, "Wait, y'all know each other?" So then it's revealed that she set them up. Yes. And all this stuff. And honestly, after. I probably would have tried to take my stuff back because now it's like yeah like are you really you gonna kill me and i know it's you i know it's you yeah i just feel like i just feel i feel you on that like i would have got the watch back i mean like you can have the shoes maybe but the watch like can i be honest too when when it was originally happening in time i was like damn insecure i felt like I, they had a nigga robbed her i was like insecure don't normally do no shit like this you're like what kind of you know again y'all jump the shark over at insecure we having secret babies and robbings and suicides yeah, like, what's going typically on typically show niggas in this type of light <laughs> you know but honestly the fact that this girl set them up that shit is and it was honestly very reminiscent of Clueless for me it reminded me a lot of the Clueless scene have you seen Clueless? not in years 
when she got when Cher got robbed on Clueless, this is what it was like. It was okay. very funny. But oh my god, like and the fact that this bitch set them up I'm, again. It's like how do y'all come up with this stuff? Right, like that turn. I was like, oh, okay, this is very much insecure. And what was worse was after like it's revealed, they're like, Shine goes, oh, also, Molly, we need you to come up out them shoes. <laughs> And then Ethan take her shoes out. She's like, girl, I don't want your shoes. Yeah, she's like, oh, not those. Why did Ethan? I am, I am mad. Ethan voluntarily took her hose off. She's like, here. But um, yeah, no, that was that was crazy. That that shit, I was like, damn. They really did that. They really did some wild shit there. Um. So Cheyenne skip her little happy ass off with a liquor, the watch, and Molly's shoes. And Issa's like, I forgot I hated her. And then they get back <laughs> in the car, and Kelly and Tiffany is like, yo, what, what's going on? Like, where's your shoes? Where's the bottles? Where's Cheyenne? And they just bust up laughing. Like, it, because honestly, that's some shit you just got to laugh at. Cause, cause here's the right, cause, cause like they asked all the questions, and and Molly's like, "Yo, Cheyenne robbed us," and they're like, "No, no way," and then they look to Issa, and Issa confirms it, and you know, like, and it was, it, it, I felt like it was one of those laughs, right? Like, man, one, it was one of those good hearty laughs. Like, I, I recently was at a wedding with my LBs, and you know, when you had that good from your gut laugh with your like your real friends, it's different. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I felt like it was one of those laughs where they kind of was like, I've been through so much crazy shit with this girl. I wouldn't, I, I couldn't imagine doing life right, like, without them. It was, I felt like it was kind of one of those reflective moments. And the way they cut it in with, like, their Kelly Pancake Memorial. <laughs> you know, they clearly were kind of, like, once again, sending that message of, like, friendship and, like, you know, and just this moment of, like, even though we go through the crazy shit with each other, like, it's, like, it's fun, it's love, and, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing it without you. Um, so then the next scene is them at breakfast giving, you essentially, eulogies or, you know, like, what would be two-minute remarks at, at Kelly's fake funeral as uh, she was, you know, fake pronounced dead by by her the college reunion and Derek is just looking at them like y'all are y'all are weird and y'all y'all need help um but yeah they did that and one okay and then Derek's frat brother comes in again it's like damn like we missed y'all last night because then he had the kids with him no 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 it was just him and his wife mm, okay well I saw kids I felt like someone else Maybe at the end with like Derek, um, but then once again, just doing the most. Omari was asking about you, bro. I just felt like that was too thirsty of his LB. That was very alpha on brand. So, yeah, that's what y'all be doing. Nah, I think the PWI alphas be doing it. <laughs> nope. Nah. Nah. But yeah, just very much like yeah, yeah. Once again, just very doing the most. Like he was asking about you, like bro. Like they've exchanged numbers. Like they are now in contact again. 
you know it damn but it just made it just made me laugh because it's like as in you know people really be like leading up to a reunion be like damn you know who i, I forgot about i wonder what they're gonna be there this weekend i'm gonna try to get that number i'm gonna reconnect with them you know like people really be plotting when it's when it's reunion time so it's hilarious but um molly got had a little look of excitement and she asked Issa, so like this omari thing what do you think and Issa goes like you weren't you were never tripping on over omari like omari was a nigga that liked you you were just going with the flow with everything and that's what i loved about you like you just knew you were going to be great and you weren't pressed about anything Mm-hmm. And then Molly hits us with some real shit, right? She's like, that's when I thought I had all the time in the world. Right? In mm. your youth, you're like, nah, you're like, you know, you're she's, not. She's really gonna settle. Huh? She's gonna settle. But why is it a settle? Because it's just like, when you start knocking down bullet points from your requirements, it's, it's giving settle, maybe. But who said, what, what, what bullet points did she, do we know, like, he doesn't meet? I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but when you have to sit here and rationalize with yourself, well, I could go on in. I could, yeah, I, but I don't yeah. think it's about Omari. I think that's just her and being insecure about how she evaluates relationships and men, right? Like she, you know, she's looking at her dating history, right, and being like, Andrew was the longest relationship I've had. I clearly mm-hmm. am not good at picking men in relationships. <laughs> So, like, you know, where she might have looked at Omari in the past and been like, nah, he weak. That's whack. You know, whoop de whoop. She's in a mind frame of, like, all the shit I've been doing ain't been working. And so, like, maybe I need to reevaluate. I, I, I don't, I think because he's a divorcee, I don't think he's, like, a ter- Like, he's clearly an employed, you know. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's right. still alpha. That's one. Freshly divorced, two. We don't know divorced recently in at least the last couple years because they ain't been out of school that damn long. Ten years. They've been out of I mean, college ten years. But I know, but I'm just saying for that to be like news to her. I say it could be okay. Within the last five years, right? Within yeah, like it's it's pretty pretty fresh. Um like so I understand like her like What's the word I'm looking for? Hesitancy, you know? So, I, I, I get it. But again, this is also Molly we're talking about. So let's not act like this man has his, you know, she doesn't the, really know how to pick him. But that's the thing. She's not picking him yet. Because, cause, right, we said, like, she's insecure about her her decisions with men. So that's why she's asking Issa and she's trying to get a fill out. And I think, I think the Derek stamp, right? I think that, w- I would assume that might play some influence. It was probably more a familiarity thing more than anything, though, right? Like, I knew we knew each other in college. Um, but, yeah, that'll be interesting. But I want to get to seeing Kofi. Let's not, not beyond to the season predictions. I want to see Kofi. I want Issa to, because I just want to see Kofi's booty cheeks personally. So I hope that we get a little full frontal action. I want to see all the old faces before we go. I need to see Daniel before we go. I need to see Tasha before we go. Even though she kind of, Tasha's post made it seem like she's not in the season. They just invited her to the stuff. Like they were just, she's like, oh, Tasha moved to New Orleans. Like, you know, she's getting her, and I'm hopeful. Yes, I am. And then Tasha moved to New Orleans. She still loves jalapeno poppers and is whatever, whatever. And looking for a good man. But. Yeah, I I just I Probably just hope. Probably no fuck niggas who think they're nice guys everywhere she goes. Right, our queen. 
so yeah that's really it i don't it was a really good i, I thought it was a really good premiere i'm gonna watch it again today i only watched it one time last night because again right. we was at a party we was, we was drinking champagne it was a lot happening yeah. so yeah um i think it was good i'm excited for the season like it feels different this season i think because and it's like my life always mirrors Issa's. like it was like when i was in a relationship when she was in a relationship i got broken up and when she got broken up with i got ghosted when she got ghosted and now i'm finally getting my life together when she's getting her life together so i think i'm doing great okay that's good uh, just real quick at the end we see her coming back to LA. Lawrence oh, we didn't talk about that. Sorry. Lawrence picks her up. They have a very, you know, which a very loving embrace and, and kiss. He clearly, Issa clearly like seemed a little distracted um, in the hug, but I don't know. You know, she she put a smile on her face. Um, everybody's kind of at home doing their thing. Kelly is like recording her podcast. They, 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 right, that's the full circle moment from like the season one finale. Kelly had ad-libbed that she had a podcast and so now they're making it a thing and using it as a vehicle um, you know to tell this Kelly storyline and so Lawrence and Issa are having like an awkward car ride back they kind of joke a little about the moon being so damn close and then they get to her spot and Lawrence takes her suitcase out and he just does it you know just being a gentleman and, and you know about to help his girl and come in the house and she hits him with the, what, what did she say? She, I've been thinking. And mm-hmm. it's just a She lot. never even finishes, yeah, she never even, I don't even think she said that. She said, I don't yeah. even think she said it was a lot. I think she just said, I've been thinking. And you already know what I'm talking about. Think. You already know where I'm at. Yeah, you see so. my demeanor. I don't want to be a stepmommy. I don't want to have to be Gabby and write two books about it and panels and all this other shit about it. I don't want to be that. Because I'm going to resent you for the rest of my life. So I, I get it. But I felt okay. So like just to that, I this felt a little reactionary to me, and and not so much about Lawrence, but more her, her whole life. And that like in the conversation she had with Molly, my fault. Um, she uh, she talked about how like she doesn't have control in anything in her life, including her relationship. And so one way you have control in the relationship is if you end it. Um. So I don't know. That felt a little like she didn't really want to do it. It wasn't something that necessarily needed to be done. But, you know, she did it. I also thought she was bogus as hell for waiting until he uh, gave her a ride from the airport to do it. I thought that was genius. That was beautiful. Got your ride. Boom. You can go home. Relax. You don't have to pay $50 for an Uber. Queen. Just broke. But that very much broke Issa's behavior and, like, not surprising. Is it broke? Is it broke? Cause, Cause, if you if you got it, like right, it's nothing to get an Uber. You got it. I don't care how much money I have. If I can avoid spending it, great. Mm, okay. Love that. So you'd rather have a okay, but over you'd rather have an awkward car ride with the nigga you about to break up with than spend a little Uber money. Yeah, it's only awkward mm. for me because I'm making it awkward. As long as I control the awkwardness, then we're great. I don't know, man. See, like- I, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um poor Lawrence but honestly good for him that's what he gets he shouldn't have left my queen to begin with so yeah that's it um yeah you think we'll see Lawrence move I, I think that's happening maybe but I mean I feel like his baby should keep him there if he if he you know want to be I got a daddy so bad you know he's such a two-parent household king stay with your child <laughs> all right we'll see all right everybody <laughs> all right bye y'all